It's time for another edition of the JBJ Podcast. You've got your host here, Jamie J. And today I'm taking a page out of our Insiders Elite show, the show that Mick and I do every Friday and Saturday. And I want to take a piece about commitment and customer service. It's what's included in this edition of the Jamie J Podcast. And we're live. Welcome to this Saturday's Insiders Elite. How are we all going this amazing Saturday morning? Today we're going to talk about customer service and commitment. You know, what does it take to give that outstanding customer service? You know, the businesses you've been to and you just walk away feeling flawed at the level of service you've gotten. Or when you walk in to get your coffee and they know your name and they ask how your day is. Or when... No matter what's going on, they just want to help. They just want to serve you, even if it means giving business away from their own business. And you walk away thinking, oh, my God, that business is amazing. They just couldn't help me enough, even though they couldn't sell me a product. You know, what is it that gives what is it that gives that amazing level of customer service? And then the next part of today's show, we're going to talk about commitment. You know, what is it that you're committed to? What have you, what com- what has commitment done for you? What opportunities does commitment create? So it's going to be an outstanding show. Uh, welcome to Jamie, all the way from Canada. He delivered his amazing webinar yesterday for those of you who missed it. Um, I'm sure there'll be a replay, but Jamie, welcome. How are we today? Brother Mick, we're doing and we're going absolutely freaking outstanding today. It's Friday, right? That's And that's something pretty darn excited to be happening right now. I'm going to be having my little uh, gin, my little Negroni coming up soon. So I'm pretty excited about that. Why? Because it's celebration for what this incredible last month and a half has provided, almost two months now. It's been amazing. What's really stuck out for me is some of the exceptional customer service that I've experienced, getting some new platforms, working with certain platforms to make the webinar happen, bringing some of the content together, doing all the work. And what I got the great, great, great opportunity of experiencing was some absolutely phenomenal, outstanding, massive, complete value-packed service that blew me away. Um, I, I, I'm so happy to be able to report that. And at the same time, at the same time, I'm getting some notes of some customer service out there that is certainly absolutely lacking. The next part of it, the commitment that goes into anything, the commitment that it takes to really bring that idea, that thought, that passion to life, and then doubling down on yourself on that uh, investment into you to really bring whatever you've wanted forward. It's exciting. You know, we've got some good news, but I want to start out with just a little bit of an idea, a thought, maybe even a little bit of a question. So, you know, a very dear friend of mine, she was, you know, working with a fairly large company. You know, they had a foundation and all that sort of stuff. And she was, you know, through herself, through her own business and whatnot, making monthly contributions. Really outstanding, awesome thing to do. Absolutely amazing. Things have changed a little bit. Some things have come up with COVID, you know, some things holding back and all that. It's like, hey, I've got to scale those back for a little bit here. I've got to, you know, I've got to repurpose some of that money. I think we can all really appreciate that right now. She reached out to that company and they said, well, you know what? That's not a part of us. That's someone else. And that was it. So she's like, okay, thank you so much. Totally get that. Totally understand. Is there a way for me to contact them? And this is what blew me away. Is this company, it's a fairly large company, a fairly big company. They wrote her back and said, yeah, Google it on the internet. 
Now, to me, when I see something like that, I am absolutely disgusted at the lack of any sort of ownership, the lack of responsibility, or the lack of really truly seeing the value in each customer. Now, maybe this company, I mean, maybe they're so big that they don't need new company or they're not worried about losing clients. But what I believe, what I believe, if someone's working with us, right? That's a privilege, no matter how big we are, whether we're a a, a one person mom and pop and hey, maybe it's not even a mom, maybe it's just a pop or just a mom shop, or we're like a $500 billion company, it's the customer. It's each and every person coming in that's going to keep those doors open for us, right? When when we get that outstanding service, like I've had, uh, Webinar Ninja is a really great one. Uh, Omar, the owner of Webinar Ninja, he came on. I mean, I'm sure he does this a lot. He puts on the webinars and all that. But the fact of the matter is that it was live. He took the time here. He's the head of this company. He took the time to go through it, to walk through, to answer the questions, to really put the time and investment in to show his product off and then put a really great offer together and all that. Man, to me, that was just absolutely amazing, outstanding customer service. There's care. There's you know concern, all that sort of stuff coming through in those emails. And then we see stuff on the other spectrum. Mick, I'd love to know what your thoughts are about that. What what comes to mind when you hear that story that I just shared? Look, you, Jamie, it's disgusting service, to be honest. It's it's pretty disgraceful. And and it's something so simple. All she all they had to do was say, Yeah, here's the link to the website. It would have been halfway to being great service. Hey, yeah, you can find their contact details here on this link. Or Hit, click on the link, copy and paste the details. Hey, here's the details straight off their website. You can find them there, but here they are below for you. Have a lovely day. Good luck. Like yeah. Yeah. 30 seconds, a minute of your time to add value changes the customer experience completely. And it's about adding value to the customer. And it's about making sure that you deliver that service whether they're buying for you or not. Just because they're not buying from you, it doesn't mean you don't deliver service to them. Mm. And it's one thing that I see in business that with customers, even the internal customers in bigger businesses between departments, when they don't deliver the same service that they do to customers outside of the business, they don't hold them on the same level. It's the same, you know, if people work in a bigger business and you go, at one place, you just love to go there to that department or see those people because they're always friendly. They always help no matter what. You know, they're, they're always really helpful. And then you go to, no one ever goes to see that other person because she never helps. You know, like that's that that internal service. Everybody's seen that in big business. Mm. Uh, it's, it's literally about just adding value. And that's the one thing that you can't lose sight of when you're delivering service to customers. And I just think it's disgraceful. And the difference between good service and, and poor service is only two millimeters sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Honest to God, right? What will drive absolutely outstanding culture? Uh, everything is number one. It's starting from that place of respect. What that tells me with that company, like I say, it's a big company. We're not going to name names here because that's not cool. It's a big company. But what that tells me is there's something fundamentally broken within that company. If that's the level of service that's allowed to be, you know, uh, allowed to carry on, allowed to go on, allowed to happen as business as normal, that tells us that there's something else that's fundamentally wrong or fundamentally broken. What's really cool about that is there is an opportunity to fix it, 
right? Here, remember me, I'm the opportunity guy. I'm always looking for the opportunity. And even just thinking that right now, I got a physical surge out of me because I'm like, oh my God, how lucky is that company? Because they've got an opportunity to make some changes. They've got an opportunity to step it up and do so much better. But it makes me think about that internal culture, right? What's really going on? What's being allowed to happen or what's being demonstrated right from the top to, you know, really have those people thinking, hey, that's okay to treat customers like that. Right. What we have to do, Mick, you landed on something that's probably one of the most valuable things that any business owner, any business operator absolutely completely needs to know. Create an amazing fucking raving fan culture inside the business and that will show up on the outside. When your people are happy, when they're fulfilled, when they're absolutely loving what they're doing, they're, they're, they're joyous to show up for work. Right. They're having a ball. They're actually excited every time they wake up. It's like, yeah. I get to go into work today. That's awesome. This is what we're looking to do. And guess what? It is a very small shift. It's quite literally that two millimeter shift, just like you said. It's about creating that really great culture, number one, giving people autonomy, right? Not micromanaging them, not doing any of those things, but really giving them that power to make decisions, rewarding them, not monetarily, rewarding them publicly, calling them out in a really good way, publicly letting them know, hey, you know what, Joe, you did a really great job. Sarah, that was just absolutely outstanding. You were able to generate way more revenue than we ever expected. You know what, you're the star today. You are absolutely freaking amazing. When we do that, we create, we literally create that outstanding culture from within and it changes everything up. You can feel it. Have you, Mick, have you Ever walked into that business and just felt it? Like just just known, like does anything come to mind, any place, even maybe in something that you've seen with respect to advertising or something? Something that pops up and says, wow, that is a kick-ass business. Yeah, there's a few actually. And you walk, you walk in there, and, and she was a she was a guest on the show, you know, runs a little cafe a couple or oh, a few weeks, months back when, you know, and you walk into that cafe and it's just Hey, how you going? As soon as you walk in the door, somebody greets you. You know, hey, what do you have there? Oh, you got to, you know, they know that, you know, like, because you can order ahead there and they've created their own app where you can order ahead. So you, hey, here's your coffee, Mick. Have a great day. You know, like, oh, you only ordered one today. What's going on there? You know, like, there's a conversation. They, those little things, that one question they ask you when you're there, oh, shit, they remembered that. They know, they care about me. Yeah, as a yeah. customer, like little tiny things that just two millimeters, the difference. If I just walk in and they go, here's your coffee for Michael. Thank you. Walk out. Might be delicious coffee, but you don't get that same experience. And yeah. I use the coffee shop because it's a simple analogy or simple example. You know, and, and even in other businesses where you just want to be in there because people are helpful and there's a, and what you said, if your internal culture, raving fan culture is there, then that just flows to the outside. And I've seen that in my own businesses as well as in businesses that you've been a part of. They just want to help each other out and then everybody loves doing business with them. They're always busy. They're always, you know, and that's a result because their culture is strong. Yeah. The internal raving fan culture. Exactly. You walk in that door and you feel like you're part of the family. You feel like you're something because they've created that. I mean, I'm, I'm of course on a big kick with Kerwin Ray now. What does he, what does he call his team? It's not the customer support team. It's not the customer service team. What team is it? Customer loving team. 
customer freaking loving team. Now, how outstanding is that? Right. The customer loving department. What does that you know, what does that say? What does that say about the culture of what they're creating? It's pretty absolutely outstanding. You know, when I think I'm serving, right, it's like, oh, you know, I'm a servant. Right. And I, and I like that. I love to serve. But versus a servant versus a lover. Oh, my God, I love you all. I want to get into that. I want to feel that. I want to be a part of that experience. I believe and I know for a fact that he sets that up with the people on his team, everything about that. He values culture heavily, right? Culture in, in, in Kerwin's company is something that's absolutely massive, right? What does he yep. do? He cares about his people. He has values in place, values set up that literally, um, I don't want to say force, but they certainly enable the right type of growth that we're looking for, the right connection, all of that sort of stuff. It does that. Change your internal culture. If there's something that's not quite right, or you recognize you can make that two millimeter shift, you know, that's going to make all the difference in the world. What Mick share here today, what I'm sharing with you, this can literally just this alone, no bullshit. This alone can literally make you millions of dollars in your business. I'm not kidding about this. I've seen it, right? I know you've seen it too, Mick. Yeah. Not even joking. Like just that, two millimeters that creating that fan culture, creating that customer loving experience yeah. shifts you from being a, an everyday business has got a hustle to the one that everyone wants to go to. Yeah. And how amazing would it be for your business if you didn't have to chase customers anymore because everyone wanted to go to you. Yeah. That beats every advertising dollar that you'll ever spend ever. Totally. You know, and and isn't that, isn't that the two millimeter shift right there though? Quite literally. Yeah chasing customers, right? And customers, if you're chasing them, they think they're prey, they're going to run away further versus people. It's like, oh my God, we have to go there. That's what we want to create. We want to create the have to go there. That's mm. the important part. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly right. With it, that's, that's the benefit of having that amazing customer experience that, yep. you know, people just want to be a part of that. And you mentioned it before with Co and Ray, he sets those expectations clear. It's the customer loving team. Your purpose is to love our customers, love on them, do whatever. You know, his expectations are clear so that that culture is strong because they know exactly to be a part of this team, we've got to love the customer. That's the expectation is that this is what you'll deliver and it's very crystal clear. So it's easy to, to meet his expectations because you know exactly what they are. You know, it's clear in the name of the, the the department it's clear in you know what they do and it's clear to everyone else you know when you say hey such and such from the customer loving team i'm like oh they're here to love me cool and i'm expecting love from them and guess what i get love from them they want to help they nothing's a problem yep yep no worries we can sort that out for you and that's the experience you get you know what to expect you're like man this is so good i love it hey what is this they're so super helpful this is amazing you know, I knew it was going to get super helpful because I can see they're going to love me. It's a customer loving team. And they did. They delivered that. You know, like it's just and that's one of the other things that come up this week is making sure you set your expectations clearly. Then that's where disappointment or conflict comes when either you don't meet the expectations, whether someone didn't know them, you didn't communicate them, you know, whether you know that and that goes with customer experience too. They they have a level of expectation. If you don't meet that, they're disappointed. If you exceed that, they're happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What that takes, 
to get to that place is actually the second part of what we're talking about today. It takes a significant commitment, right? It takes that, that absolute commitment, that buy-in, that 100% to say, you know what? I'm in. I'm all in. I'm going to make this happen. You know, both you and I, Mick, we have, you know, between the two of us, I wouldn't want to think about how many zeros are behind that one or two or three of what we've invested into our own personal development, into our own business development to grow it. It has been, you know, such an amazing journey. But each of us, yourself, myself, we had to make that decision. We had to make that commitment to say, you know what, growth is my only option. And I'm curious about this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to drop a question here, right? And it's like, oh God, he's going he's gonna to drop the question on me. I'm not really going to know. But when you think about it, how did you know how did you know that you had to commit to that growth? Like, how did you know? Was it an internal thing? You know, what, what happened? What transpired for you to say, yeah, I absolutely, completely, 1000% have to commit into this, this, this learning, this, this investment into myself, no matter the cost, no matter the time. How did you know? So for me, it was... I just knew that I needed to be better and I love to be not that I was bad before, but I knew that there's more for me than what I was doing. And I had to get to those visions of bigger things in my head. I needed to learn some stuff. I was like, well, I can't expect to be who I am today, but be that person that I see up there because that person knows a shitload more than I do. So I need to start hustling to get there quicker. So I need to start learning some of that stuff now so that I can be there not when I'm 50, so I can be there when I'm 40. I can be that guy. So, you know, that's when I first – the first bit of real learning I did is I uh, did an MBA. I signed up. I'd done, you know, trade courses and bits and pieces to get more skill and stuff, and I was like made this commitment that, you know, I don't want to fix lights and PowerPoints for the rest of my life and be an electrician on the tools for the rest of my life. I want to – go somewhere else and to do that I'm going to need some skills that I don't have right now so then I committed into the uni degree that's outstanding and 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 that's what I've found for myself too I recognize you know I came from a very very different background I mean what I'm doing now getting on here doing these lives you know um, um, you know stepping away from coaching for sure but doing more of the training aspect and all that um, you know you would ask me about this 10 years ago I would have had no clue that I was here but what I would have had a clue about is that I had to do something different that I had to sit down and say, look, it's time. It's not time to sit back. It's not time to chill out. It's not time to do anything like that. It's absolutely, completely 1000% time to make a commitment to grow. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and you know, at first, when I first started out my journey, I didn't have all this tons of cash or anything. So I went and, you know, I spent a lot of time finding what I could, looking for that free resources, free information. You know, not to say that I don't look for that stuff now, but what I've recognized is my time is absolutely best spent, much like yourself, going to those people that actually have the knowledge, investing it, making that 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 investment in yourself, whether it's, you know, 500, 5,000 or 50,000, whatever that investment is, recognizing that they're going to get you to that next level. There's one piece that I could give myself. A lot of people say, hey, Jamie, if you could you know, look back at yourself and give yourself that one piece of information, what would I say? I would say, go do it now. Go find the resources because the resources are always out there. It just takes us being a little bit more resourceful. But go find those resources. Go find that money. Double down on yourself. Give yourself that knowledge 
invest in yourself so that you could be even further ahead. Am I happy with where I'm at? Absolutely. Right? I'm loving this. This is a new life. This is an amazing, incredible life. And it's all because I just made that simple decision, that simple choice to double down on myself to say, you know what? I'm making the commitment. I'm absolutely committing to myself that I'm going to grow. I'm going to change. I'm going to take this knowledge and I'm now going to make it a part of my life. I love commitments. I get excited about commitments. What about you, Mick? Do you, do you feel good when you make that commitment? When you, you know, you cut that check for, for investing into something, investing into your knowledge, into your growth? How does that make you feel? I feel good. Like it, you do. It really feels good. And you touched on something there. If people ask this question occasionally, if you could say something to your, you know, yourself 20 years ago or 10 years ago, or, um, you know, if I saw myself when, you know, I was six or 12 months in to working in, 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 Clancy's the business that I'm part of now and with Dave and Lisa if I could see me now back then mm -hmm. I would say you need to get find somebody who's done what you're doing and pick their brain learn from them you don't know everything you're good but you don't know everything learn from them you can speed this process up by double and you can set a framework to be twice the size you are now like it's so valuable. That's why I love helping other businesses because especially ones that are just starting out one or two years in or they want to start growing is because if I knew if I knew now what I, if I knew, if I knew then what I know now, complete game changer. Completely yeah. different business. You know, the amount of stuff that I've learned and implemented and done and changed and same as um, Dave and Lisa, the business partners, you know, like if we could have the access to the information we got now back then, it would be completely different. Yep. 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 Do yeah, you hold regret? Thing. Do you hold regret for that in any way though? Do you, do you look at it as a longing or do you instead say, Oh my God, I'm just so happy that I took the action when I did to be where I'm at right now. What's your take on that? I'm really grateful that I've got the knowledge now because I could have just went along without it at all and never made that commitment to 2007 years ago when I made that commitment to start learning some stuff, to be better, to grow the businesses, to, you know, do things that I had to I had to commit. So that was seven years ago, and I'm super grateful that I made that commitment then because I am where I am now, and I know lots of stuff, and I can help people, and I can share, and I can serve, and I can make changes in my own businesses to make sure that they're successful. So there's no no longing or great. There's, it's just gratitude that I made the commitment back then because I could just have been going through the motions for another seven years and not made any real commitment and wouldn't be where I am today. Yeah, yeah. Commitments, I really believe, this, this is my take on things, right? I believe commitments are the secret to success. When you commit, when you put your word out there that says you're going to do something, you're going to make something happen, and then you go ahead and do it, you, you invest in that, you make that happen, it's going to make all the difference in the world. I'm such a big believer in commitments. And when it comes time to step up to make a commitment, say it's an opportunity to invest in more knowledge and more learning. I mean, I'm hungry for it. I'm hungry for it because I've recognized every single time in the past, I've bought, I'll be honest, I bought some stupid shit, right? I've done some <laughs> stupid things. I, I, I've wasted, wasted a ton of money. But you know where I've never wasted money on? It's education is growth. There's really never once, even if I didn't get a lot out of it, even if I only just got that one thing out of it, uh, I, I went through an exercise, a branding exercise, 
right? And maybe it was partly my fault. Maybe I wasn't quite ready for all that knowledge, or maybe I didn't fully understand it. It was a fairly big investment. I think I I, I was into it for uh, $7,500 or something like that. It was a branding exercise. Didn't really do a lot with it. But I'll tell you what, even to this day, I take some of that knowledge. There's little pieces that I'm putting in here, putting in there. I'm using something of it. Even though I didn't go big in brand back in the day when I took that knowledge, right? it's still having that impact on me now. And I feel great about that. Right? I feel excited about that because that wasn't money wasted. That was money invested. Who knows what's going to come in the next four, five, six, 10 years, whatever it is. I might find myself using even more. Because just because I haven't fully utilized it does not mean it's wasted versus, you know, buying the fancy car, buying the Harley, doing this, doing that. Those things are gone, right? They were there. They were fun. But what was it? What, what, you know, what do people call a boat? It's a, it's, a, it's a hole in the water to sink money into, right? <laughs> Is, isn't that what they say? Whereas when you double down on that education, when you make the commitment to grow, to learn, to improve, to expand your business knowledge, you know, you make the commitment into your business that way. Rarely, if ever, do we see that stuff backfire on us. And you're 100% right. And I'm going to pose a question to you, Jamie. And yeah, you said commitment and you love when you make that commitment, you step out. Is there a difference for you if you make a commitment to other people or you make a commitment to yourself? Some people seem to not, not, um, follow through on commitments to themselves or to other people more so. And there's obviously backstories with all of that sort of stuff, but I'm interested on your take on commitment to others or a commitment to yourself. What's the difference to you? Freaking love that question. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to be totally vulnerable here. There used to be, there used to be a difference, right? Commitment to myself. I was pretty solid with it. I was pretty good with it. Commitment to others. mm, Sometimes I might do it. And sometimes I might not, even though I said I would, Right. Eh, I might, I might not. But what I've quickly recognized is that I, one of my key principles, one of my key values is integrity. And if I'm telling someone, yeah, 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 I'll do that, I'll do that. And then I don't, or if I'm bullshitting them or something like that, I am completely out of integrity with the person that I am. And it almost makes me physically sick. I hate that. It wasn't always like that. I, you know, I used to, it's like, yeah, it didn't really bother me. But the more that I recognize that one of my core values, my, my, my pillars of existence is living in integrity and really following that word, that when I give a commitment that I step up and do it, man, that, that was a game changer for me. Uh, I've got to be careful what I commit to because I love, I'm like, yeah, I want to help you. 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 I feel like Oprah, I'm giving away a car for you, car for you. So it's actually helped me grow in that sense too, where If something that I know just isn't working or isn't feeling right, I've empowered myself to really be able to say no. Because there was a time when that word wasn't as important. That's like, yeah, okay, I'll do that. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do that. And I might get 50% of those things done. Now, because it's so freaking important to me, I'm selective as to what I'm saying yes to, as to what I'm making the commitment to, whether it's a thing, whether it's to a person or whether it's to myself. I'm very selective of that now because my word is my bond. When I say I'm going to do something, I make damn sure that I do it. And that's something that just, it flows with me. When I'm out of alignment with that, things are all over the place. It doesn't flow. What about you? Yeah, Jamie, um, much the same. I have in the past made lots of little commitments. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. And then let people down or 
and I'll do it even to myself. Yeah, I get to do that, and it's not that important to me, you know. So I'm making a huge shift, especially over the last few months, that I'm saying no or not committing to things and, and, and educating people. So don't get upset or offended if I say I can't do that. I'm mm-hmm. being very respectful that I probably won't do it anyway. I could say yes, and I probably won't do it. So I'm just going to say no. So don't get upset. That doesn't mean I can't be of service. I can get someone else to do it or, or whatever. But, you know, like I'm being more conscious about what I say yes to because that same thing it makes you feel miserable when you don't live up to those commitments when you've let somebody down and because it's not aligned with your values. So, you know, that's a similar sort of shift, but mine's probably more recent than yours. I don't know how recent yours was, but, I'm, you know, that's something that I've really started focusing on since I went to actually Nissi with Co and Ray. It was something I realised, one of the things that got highlighted. That's one of the things with doing some personal development and growth is you learn to improve things and, and you grow and develop. And that's one of the areas that I highlighted in that program. I was like, you know what, it's a business course. And I highlighted that I don't about commitments. You know, you're like, these courses are oftentimes to reflect and work on yourself, not necessarily just what's going on in your business. Because if you're a business owner or a business operator, you're the center of that business. You're the influence in that business. So if you don't work at what's going on with yourself, it can have a huge impact in your business. So, yeah, and that was something that I realized that was a, a weak point in the business that I was making commitments and not delivering them. So and it's something I'm really conscious about and making sure that I don't make commitments that I can't keep. Exactly. And and I know for, for you as well, what we're hearing in my story and your story were very congruent is it was an evolution. Now, the reason I say that is some people, you know, it's like, oh, I've, I've got to go from this to this. I mean, I don't think either you or I went from this to this overnight. It took time. We had to sample. We had to <laughs> test. We had to see what that new world order looked like when we were starting to say no. I mean, Mick, you and I are both those high interactive people, the high eye people. We love to connect. We don't want to let people down. We don't want to disappoint people. That hurts us. Like it, I know we're big, tough guys. We're big, strong guys and all that sort of stuff. But to let someone down, it, it, it causes some physical pain inside. I don't like to do that. So the best way to recognize to not let people down is don't make that false bullshit commitment in the first place. If you're going to commit to something, really do it. Really say, yes, I'm going to do that. Or you know what? No, I simply don't have the time to do it. There have been some opportunities, some things that have come up lately that I had to say no to, right? Because I've been just, I've been all in. I've been completely, totally, you know, going for it, creating content, creating, um, you know, webinars, this and that. Just had the webinar a couple of days ago. It's been an absolute blast. And with that, with that focus, I've had to say no to other things. It's building up that, um, I guess, that level of comfort within me to, first of all, actually be able to say no. I struggled with saying no. I wanted to make everyone happy. That's fundamentally who I am as a person. But you're not making pe- people happy when you're breaking those commitments, when you're not sticking to it. It's really not the answer. The answer is to get really clear, get in line with what your actual purpose is. My purpose in this last you know month and a half, two months, my sole purpose right now that I've narrowed down on is to help those business operators relieve their unnecessary stress, scale their business, and become business owners. Everything gets in alignment with that. And if what I'm being asked of isn't congruent, that's how I know how to say no. I had to learn that. That's a that's a super valuable lesson. Um, and the key for that is knowing what you want, what your outcome is or what you're after and why so that you can say yes or no to things. 
you know, having 100% clear, have it written up, have it absolutely front of mind so that whatever you've been asked to do, if it lines up with that, say yes. Yeah. If it doesn't, say no. It gives you a clear decision-making tool to say yes or no to things so that you don't overcommit. Yeah. And and, and that's, that's just the key. It, that's absolutely, completely 1,000% golden right there. That is a humongous, humongous piece of knowledge. See, even though I've worked some some pretty radical hours, just a ton of hours and all that sort of stuff, my life actually got really simple. It got really simple because I knew exactly where I was going. I knew what I was focusing on. I knew why I was doing what I had to do. And essentially from there, eliminated a lot of things that didn't fit. It, it, it got really, really, really simple for me. Yeah, I was still working a ton, but it was simple because I knew what I was working towards and what I was working for. Total, complete, absolute game changer when you've got that purpose laid out, right? It's, it's the shit. It is. It truly, it truly is. And that, look, if people got one thing out of this web, out of this show today, it's knowing exactly where you're going. Knows how you can, even whether it's in customer service, you know exactly the level of customer service you need to deliver because that's what's needed to be able to get your business to A, B, C, D. It's clear the expectations there, 100% crystal clear. It makes the decision making process easy. Is that person living up to that expectation or not? It's 100% crystal clear, yes or no. It's easy to manage your staff if it's crystal clear. It's easy to know when to say yes or no to things when it's crystal clear. You know, this is our purpose. This is where we're going. This is the objective. Is it, people, is it happening? Yes or no? Yeah. It, it, it takes away that emotion or that stuff out of even managing your staff with those sorts of things when expectations aren't met. It's crystal clear. This is what I expect. And do you think you're meeting them? Yeah. Most people are going to be realistic and say, yeah, no, I'm not. Yeah. Whether it's their performance or whatever, then you can coach them to get to where they need to be. Or you can coach them to not be where you need them to be. Absolutely. Right. And let's face it, no one wants to feel like crap. What's going to make you feel like crap over and over and over is when you're, what's that saying? Writing checks that your ass can't cash, right? We don't ever want to do that, right? Get congruent. Know what that purpose is so it makes it ridiculously simple. Do I say yes or do I say no? Well, uh, example, I've used this one over and over and over. Um, me working with business owners, business operators, working with both of them, helping them grow, scale their businesses without that stress. If someone comes to me and says, hey, Jamie, I'd love for you to coach me on finding my perfect romantic partner. Straight up, I'm going to say no. Right? Straight up, I'm going to say no, because that's not in my wheelhouse. I know a lot of great coaches out there that can help people do that, that can help people work through that, figure that out, heart math, all that sort of stuff. I know it, but it's not where my real passion is. I look to my purpose. I recognize there's my North Star. There's my guiding star. There's my reason for existing. I got to stick to that. Then it makes the decision-making process ridiculously simple. And you're 100% right. And I have the same thing like with my, my coaching side of things. I love helping small trade businesses mum and dad type businesses that just want to, they're one or two people and they want to just grow up. You know, where I where I was and where Dave and Lisa were 15 years ago, 13 years ago, they're the business owners that I want to help. Mm -hmm. And I've had people ask me, can you coach me on this? And I'm like, I could, but that's not really what I coach people on. So you'll have to find someone who's better at that. Like exactly. I could. I could easily coach them on it, but 
it's not aligned with my purpose and I'm not going to give up my valuable time to coach to do things that aren't aligned with my purpose. Yeah. And because when we do that, I have done that. I've done that in the past. I know you have too. We've all done things that we didn't really want to. And how did that feel for the most part? Right? Did it get you totally, yeah, this is awesome. I'm doing something I totally don't want to do. Yes. I got to believe that's probably not the reaction that many of, of you out there have had. Right? It gets that, 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 that frustration, that little bit of that tingle inside that's like, man, this really doesn't feel good. Right? Maybe some frustration built up, maybe some anger, maybe some disappointment. I don't know. But when we're not congruent with that ultimate purpose, when we're not in line doing what we absolutely love, doing what we exist for, you're going to feel those things. You're going to feel those moments. And that's your sign, right? That's the gift there. The opportunity, what's the opportunity here, Jamie, is when you're feeling that way, holy shit, something's not right. I've got to make some changes. I've got to do something to get back in alignment with what I'm here for, the difference I'm here to make on this earth. And that's 100% right. It's being in alignment and being conscious or being aware of that, huh, I feel a bit off at the moment. What's going on? I'm not in line with my purpose. I haven't. That's 100% right. And you've, you're spot on, Jamie. You're absolutely spot on. Yeah. No, this is good. This is really what we wanted to bring on today. We wanted to talk about that opportunity for customer service to really seek it out, to find those opportunities. Are you the company that's out there that's saying, yeah, go search it up for yourself? Or instead, are you the company that's providing a radical amount of value, a radical amount of service to your clients and giving them more than they could ever expect? Maybe you're the company that says, hey, you know what? It's not our company. It's not a part of us. It's not a division of us. But I'll tell you what, I'll make the phone call for you right now and I'll get back to you. Wouldn't that be a radically different experience? Right. That I think really resonates to that whole customer loving, to the to, to the understanding that our customers, they're our lifeblood. Last but not least, making commitments and making decisions, stepping up and taking advantage of the opportunities that are out there. I'm sure there's a lot that I've missed, but what do I focus in on is the ones where I've doubled down on myself, recognizing, my God, I'm going to learn something massive out of this, that you know, I've got to take this knowledge, apply it, put it to work, and make a massive difference for me and my company. That's exactly right. And with that said, We've shared a ton of value today. Thank you, everyone, for jumping on and watching live and the people that watched the replay. I think last week's video, 200-something people watched it or viewed it at some stage, so that's fantastic. Thank you, all of you who watch our show. I hope you get loads of value. If there's anything, anything – oh, I'm trying to do my heart. There we go. If there's anything um, anything you just want to learn about, anything you want us to share, anyone wants to jump on the show, don't be afraid to reach out. Um, you've seen what happens when people get on the show. We we load a ton of value from them. Um, so yeah, we'll talk soon. So thank you very much for watching everyone. And we'll see you next Saturday. We hope you enjoyed this edition of the Jamie J podcast. If you'd like to be in a guest on either insiders elite, our weekly Facebook live show, or as a guest on the Jamie J podcast, be sure to drop us a quick email at Jamie J at the Jamie Thank you so much for your time today. Go and live your life and business inspired.